I'm not sure how long you've been listening to Open Lines Radio, and if you're a new listener, then you probably uh, don't know Angie, and you probably haven't heard uh, the Between Blue Worlds podcast. When Open Lines Radio first started, when we we were first uh, getting up and going, we had um, quite a few, I mean, for for what we are, I would say we had quite a few regular contributors to uh, the that's to open lines radio and we would broadcast out several different people's podcasts and some have come and gone well, they they pretty much have all gone <laughs> some some we had just one episode some had uh 25 some had 65 and then i don't know what happened it was like there was this uh this big wrinkle in the space-time fabric and everyone just kind of flipped off of it you know and and all that was left was me and holly we're pretty much we're pretty much we've pretty much been the only voices of open lines radio except for our guests but we've been uh pushing through it and it's almost become this has been like maybe six months or so maybe not that long time maybe probably six months maybe even longer um and it's so so it's pretty much been shaped by a singular voice for a while. And Open Lines Radio has taken a shape that is not the same form it was when we had a whole bunch of uh, regular contributors because the the Open Lines Radio voice was a collective voice of a bunch of different voices. And since then, it's pretty much become my voice. I pretty much have taken control. (laughs) And not not by any choice of my own, really. Um, uh, whatever the factors were but it's been fine i've actually i've I've enjoyed it and i actually was at a point where um i thought i would uh, i was i wasn't going to ever have contributors again the open lines radio was just going to be my forum and i would do it would be my voice because it was my forum it was my my thing uh my name is mark by the way uh, you can follow me on instagram at tincan.telephone and and while you're there, you should follow um, Open Lines Radio at Open Lines Radio, and then uh, this podcast that you're about to listen to, uh, Between Blue Worlds, hosted by Angie. Follow Angie at Between Blue Worlds. Well, let me actually let me put a uh, an asterisk on that. If you um, have if you, if you've been listening to Open Lines Radio since the beginning, then you know um, who Angie is, and you know um, whether or not you agree with her. Angie is a friend of mine. We've been we've been friends for years, five years maybe, and our political views couldn't be more different. Um, and 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 the only reason I'm really putting this disclaimer on it is because I know who the uh, average listener of Open Lines Radio is, and um, so so the only hate mail open lines radio has ever received has been regarding between blue worlds and i and i and i've always defended angie and i always have defended her voice and i still do um and i again because i do think it's important and so so i know how vicious people can be because i've had people attack me in messages in direct messages on Instagram because of something she said, but I gave her the platform. Well, I will give you an equal platform as well. You just have to put something, record it, and 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 let me put it up. Just just send me a direct message at Open Lines Radio. 
But I think it's really important because Angie and I are still friends, regardless of the fact that our political views are complete opposite. The things that she posts, I, I admit, they trigger me <laughs> sometimes. I get triggered by by Angie's posts on Instagram. So if you're if you're a, a, a liberal who's easily triggered, probably just don't follow because you're not going to be able to control yourself. But here's what, what, what is important and what I think is important is when we hear these opposite views, because probably 90% of who Angie is and, and what she, she represents, I agree with. There's just this 10% that were completely different. And I'm sure it's the opposite. It's, it's flipped around for her. So this is where I want to, like, we're, we've got to figure out a way to communicate with each other. We've got to figure out a way to communicate with, to, with each other without harsh words. I know she's been under attack, too. I know um, we, we've had a conversation about how vicious people have been uh, to her just because of her views and the things that she posts. And and, and here's here's what I would say. If, if you if you disagree with something that Angie says, I, I would approach, approach it with a, a kinder um, voice. If you're, you're, we're never going to change each other's minds yelling at each other. We're going to change each other's minds when we understand who the other person is and we understand that other people have developed uh, worldviews and truths that are based on their life experiences. And that there, it's a huge... like there, There's how many billion people, every different person has their own worldview. And they see the their ex existence as something different than you. So here, here would be my recommendation to you is if, if you are going to argue with Angie, have some facts, have a lot of facts because she's going to come at you with facts. She's going to come at you with data. So don't make it an emotional argument because she backs up what she says with data, 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 whatever, wherever you live, <laughs> wherever you are. And I don't know, some stuff she, she posts and it's like, I, I, I feel myself, you know, some, they're just facts you can't, you can't uh, deny. Um, and, and, so, and, and so my hope when I have conversations with Angie is that she will see the things that she disagrees with in me and we'll see the other side as well. I, 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 I kind of feel like this is where I'm kind of having... Um, I don't want to say fun because the world's such a fucking mess right now. So I'm not having fun, but I'm 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 at peace. I'm finding peace um, in the in in who I am right now, which is somebody who is not on either side. I'm looking at this whole picture. I'm looking at this person who's saying this and this person who's saying this, and why is it playing out this way, and who's orchestrating it? And I, I pledge allegiance to nobody. And you can start to see this, this, this what's happening in the world start t playing out like a like a stage play. And it, it, it's, there's both sides manipulating and being manipulated. And so I hope that that this is what Between Blue Worlds does for you. And and actually, if you're somebody who agrees with Angie completely, just enjoy it. But I'm just putting this out there for the people who I know listen. <laughs> and I know who my audience is. 
And so here, here's what, here's the thing. You can go back and listen to old Between Blue World. If you like what you're hearing, you want to go listen to more, and you're you're new to Open Lines Radio, you can go. They're on SoundCloud. The art, the full archive of um, Between Blue Worlds is on um, SoundCloud. So you just go to SoundCloud, search for Open Lines Radio, and there's a there's a playlist of Between Blue Worlds playlist, and it's there. And we're gonna call this um, going forward here. Uh, this 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 is going to be, uh, Angie calls it the post-apocalypse uh, episode one. So I'm like, this is going to be season two. We're starting season two, episode one right now, Between Blue Worlds. And I don't really have anything else to say. Um, go to, go to www.openlinesradio.com and support in any way you can. And uh, here, here it is, Between Blue Worlds. Enjoy.
Now, throughout the length of this broadcast, you're going to notice that I will, at random, say some animal names. Stegosaurus. Maybe an occasional dinosaur. Elephant. I don't know what yet. Because what happens all day long, the most precious thing in the whole wide world to me is that my toddler son comes up with his little animals and wants me to... He can say the names of them now, but he'd like me to say them. Bye. There's something bye. really. Bye bye. They going to be bye in the truck. He hates bye byes. I hated bye byes. My least favorite Hello. thing as a child was to. I guess say goodbye to my mother. Can you feel how hard that is to say? I'm American in American society. It's just you're not like that. You're not a mama's boy. Bye. Mama's girl. For me, it's a you didn't want to be a little princess. Moms don't even encourage it, and I don't. I don't have a right or wrong on this. It's just the way that it is. To do? Wait, did you just pick up a spider and sat down beside you? <laughs> Where'd that spider go? It was probably dirt. With that impulse. Speaking of motherhood. Must kill the spider. I'm not a big spider, but I'm not a big spider killer. I like to gently rehome the spiders. I like to discuss their fate at length in my head. I know they're listening. I've seen this replicated everywhere else too many times. I know it's a common experience. What was that? There was a... Julia Stiles, Freddie Prince Jr. movie. I know there's a few of you out there already shouting the name. I can't quite hear you yet back in time. I'm recording this, so forgive me. But I know with some of you, I'm together in this, and there's a spider that comes up. I don't know. They're ha she's having like a, he's having a crisis over this girl, Julia Stiles' character, and he drinks a bottle of her shampoo, if I remember correctly. I think I do. And, uh, hallucinates this conversation with a spider. And I remember reading a study a long time ago that, uh, spiders know what you're gonna do before you do it. There was something about how they react. They have a future... I think they're very pattern-oriented, and I know from getting into like the really deep meditative states where you, I'm not a big hallucinogens person. They scare me, but I do like for me personally, I don't think they should be illegal. I think if people giving them to children, we might want to discuss it a little, <laughs> figure out some shit on that. But I think that, uh, irregardless, um, it's not a hallucination, you know? And when you get in those really deep meditative states, you can you see a pattern, right? People that do uh, ayahuasca and stuff. I, was, I watch some stuff on that, but it's so hard to watch very much of it. A lot of times people throw up and... Uh, oh. All right, the people that do this know that they look terrible doing it. And there's a biological part of me that doesn't want to look at people looking terrible and feeling terrible. And it just takes a lot to watch people freak out.
We're doing that a lot lately, though, aren't we? I just saw really terrible ones. Uh, when I was, uh, in, I was working in middle schools with suspended and expelled students through the restorative justice program. And on Facebook started these pages where kids would, they were regionally oriented, you know, it'd be your town plus fights. <laughs> and, uh, it would just be the kids' fights. And they're doing it. There's kids that get, you know, notorious through it. And they get real high off all the comments. And they get high off destroying their lives. Because when you're the right age, destroying your life feels just as good as making it great. And uh, for a lot of us, I'll include myself in this, sometimes it's just, uh, you know, you come from... <laughs> Where being unhappy is just a better resting point. I'm not alone in this. There's plenty of grumpy people in the world. Just kind of, you know, being the wet towel, being the bitchy girl, being the whatever title in your group classification it gets wrapped up in. Mine, I was funny enough that my being mean was... Uh, I'm laughing because I feel like fucking shit about it a lot of times. Um, kind of made it okay with a lot of people because I was funny. Even the people that I was being really mean to. Because I was just pretty mean to everything. I mean, like, I was always like a, you know generous stand-up for the rights kind of person, but I'm just realizing more and more as I get older that a lot of, you know, the stuff you do as kids, let me deflect for a second so that I get less tension. You got her? Where? Where? Oh, you're just telling me it could? I get it. Does it hurt right now? You want me to move it? Here, come here. We got this. What's in there? A hippo, an elephant, and a stegosaurus? Come on. Let's do this thing. You okay? Hang on. Stegosaurus. Born in the, let's say, every time I think of a year, I think go farther back, go farther back, maybe starting in the 50s, but getting real deep in it, late 70s, early 80s, growing up in the 80s and 90s, you're in this bubble. It's like seven countries exist. There's never been war on your soil. Yeah, we have tragedies, but uh, guys, I don't know, man. There's whole countries we tout as, like, being super mystical and wonderful and all this stuff. And they are. They have those aspects, too. But then they also still have slavery. And they still, like, actual legal slavery. Like, you are born as possession. Your children will be possession. You know, that kind of shit. Yeah. It's a very real reality in places that are, like, honeymoon destinations, you know? It's one of the most racist things. You want to know what real racism is? We can't put a border up. We can't make people go back. 
Make them live there? How mean. Real racism is thinking somebody's indigenous country is so inherently screwed that you have to save them. That you have to help them hide from their government. And there's messed up things. I'm not denying that at all. I also think that I know personally many people that travel back and forth. I know people that live in parts of America that are more dangerous than parts of Mexico, than South America. But before we even start sending anyone back, which I'm not advocating actually right now, unless you get caught doing a crime, then we have to do something. We can't just send you back out. Do we put you in some living quarters till we do that? My next idea, here's what we do first. Before we send anybody home to any country, because actually we have a lot of immigration that's illegal. So, you know, it is illegal. That's just the definition of it. It's against the law. It's not offensive. If it makes you feel something, please examine those feelings, but it doesn't change the word and we're not gonna stop using it. Doesn't that sound harsh? But I have to move forward in conversation. And I think that's a great disclaimer for everything I say. Yeah. We're all constantly learning. Okay, okay, okay. I see what's happening here. And learning our prioritizing. Face to face with greatness and it's strange. You don't even know why you're here. It's adorable. <laughs> it's nice to see that humans never change. I know it's a lot. The hair, the bod. Staring at a demigod. What can I say except you're welcome? Hippo! Stegosaurus. Elephant. That's pretty cool. I like how you put them on the steps. Whoa, Stegosaurus down. Elephant down. Down, down. She chose down. What movie's that from? My sister would know. She chose down. Ah, siblings are so important. Only children, I love you. Hippos. There's always going to be somebody offended. One of the best ways to get me to shut up that the devil's found. That my dark inner voice has found. That my inner critic and outer critics have found. Is to let me know that some something I'm saying is hurting somebody's feelings. Because I will immediately... A bee just landed on my head when I said that. An elephant! And I'm realizing how easily triggered I am by you're hurting somebody's feelings. You're not supposed to use that word. Because I, like I mentioned, I worked in restorative justice. Oh, and those fight videos? Facebook wouldn't take them down. They left the groups up. These are minors beating each other up to make videos. Not all like on purpose or knowing that they're doing it. You know, this is just... I went to work at the same middle school I went to and it was two totally different places. I can't believe what kids are dealing with today. Here, where I am in California. In mid-northern, mid to central, I don't know. We're northern California, we're definitely northern California, okay. but we're not like, okay, 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 mom, calm down. Just tell the people what they want to hear. I shall be. No, we're gonna tell them, I see what's happening here. Whoa, whoa. 
Whoa. We're going to tell them what? All these companies. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. All these places that we love. That we're now finding out people that we love. I see what's happening here. Whoa. Whoa. Face to face with greatness and it's strange. Whoa. Whoa. You don't even know how you feel. It's adorable. It's nice to see that humans never change. Whoa. I know it's a lot. Whoa. Whoa. There's a pot. When you're staring blah, at a demigod, what can I say except welcome? Almost fell over. We got it! Yay! Good job! <laughs> he was playing with the umbrella stand and he just about tipped it. It wouldn't uh, hurt him terribly, but I'm glad I was right here. Whoa! I worked in childcare. My mom did too. We worked it. Public schools. And I can attest to what a lot of people are saying. Schools will be next. Right now we're going to get on doctors. Police have been addressed. Not have been addressed. I'm not saying it's fixed. I'm saying publicly there's not a fucking person that hasn't heard of this now. But there's a lot of people still saying to me, trust your doctor. While they kill 400,000 people a year with their mistakes. And I'm not even saying they're inept. I'm saying mostly they're overworked and undereducated. Your doctor is not required to take nutrition classes. That's astronomically insane. Like actually just a crazy thing that shouldn't be allowed. They don't know what's in the stuff that they're putting in vaccines. And they don't know what they do. You can educate your doctor a lot. They don't know what they don't know. And they're really a... from watching people and knowing people who went through medical school, they turn into different people. They get this major god complex and they really have to invest in that society because they have to have the best car because they had to be a doctor. It's all that 80s and 90s imagery. I haven't heard this quote directly, but I've heard from many people I trust that they did see it and that it is available. I just haven't looked it up. They say, you know, it's one of those, hey, did you see the one, blah, 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 it's everywhere. And it's just one I haven't seen. Um, But there is supposedly, but pretty credibly, a a clip of uh, Hillary Clinton saying that if she could get a TV in every classroom, essentially, she could rule the world. And I think that's so true. And I had never questioned kind of the direct war on religion because I always bought the idea that the religious were stupid (laughs) that they were just stupid that they were probably small town and like marrying relatives and they weren't very educated and all they ever read was the bible and being happy was stupid like if they seemed really happy they were lying the problem with that is that when I started really hard questioning it and looking into it, that's not what I found. And I'm hearing that more and more from other people. I personally got baptized Catholic. Um, and that's a whole thing. That I don't like renege or anything. 
Um, I actually think that uh, it's pretty cool, and I want to be involved. And that's where I was going about all these uh, these companies that I'm calling pedo shield companies because right now that's what they are, the police and doctors included, but, you know, more, you know, the Disney and Twitter and Facebook and all these groups that really like it when kids aren't doing well. Just to put it really broadly and not specifically. But, you know, they pass laws that, did you know just puncturing an infant's skin can make it die? Like they just go into shock and they can die? They advocate to do that a lot. I kind of started recording because I was walking around thinking about how you can't trust in science. That's like a, not an oxymoron, but it's just like not a thing you can do. So saying about it, like you can be science based, like I pay attention to science. But if you say I trust in science, you're saying I trust in every observation. Because science is just the recording of observations and then the analyzing of them. They change all the time. Doctors used to advocate for cigarettes while pregnant. Now they advocate really hard against it. I don't know. I know a lot of people that smoked while they were pregnant and they were, their kids were fine. I know that there are people that smoked while they're pregnant and their kids were maybe not. I don't know that actually. I don't know anybody that that happened to. But I'm not doubting that it happens. I can trust that that's, I guess that's trusting in science. I haven't personally experienced anybody that said this happened to me. There's lots of bad things and effects that, you know, that's not like one I especially question. A tiger! So it's interesting. Because science is, published science is clearly corrupt. Yay or nay, are we, we're all on board there, yeah? Like it just is, because it can't agree. And I think a lot of it is that the language that's used in the media has been so dumbed down that it's gotten not specific. Like people really don't, uh, and this is schools, this was, I don't know with schools. I think it was a collaboration between ineptitude, being overworked, being overly financially invested in one political party. I think schools needed to say sovereign, but that word's religiously related, but that's what we need. Holy schools. Holy just means set apart. What do you want to watch? Do you want to watch something? I think what we're going to do... Which one? Is we're going to see these companies turned over. And I'm not talking about like turned over for good. I think that we misunderstand a lot of what purity is. That it has far more to do with intention. And far less to do with action. And that's written everywhere. And every culture gets to it. And then you're human. Looking into the stuff that used to be called Pizzagate. Now it's called Hollywood pedo gate and all sorts of stuff What's she? looking into the way What's she? which one she. What's she? kung fu panda backyardigans dinosaur train zap and quack 
Okay. Super what? I think there's good and bad in everything, and I think what the message we always get to is that everything can be redeemed, but that there is, for right now, for whatever reason, a force that makes some things really, really, really rotten. I don't know how much more delicately I can put it, because there's just, you know how there's the serial killer shows and sometimes you watch them a lot when you're younger this was my experience i watched them a lot when i was younger and i thought they were really interesting and then i got older and it wasn't actually till my second kid that it really like kind of with my first kid and i never loved scary stuff but definitely with my second kid i realized how real it was that these are real families and then kind of skip forward, I started using Doreen Virtue's angel cards to do tarot readings. And I did all these free readings, and they were super crazy accurate. It was wild. Like, you just you couldn't make that shit up. And then I got to where uh, I started doing missing persons. You know, like, I did a lot of stuff in between. You know, kind of like proving my psychic, my psychic ability to myself. But, like, just that that was there and that I could do it, right? And the whole time I'm going through RCIA and Catholicism and stuff, and Catholics, what people don't understand, Catholics have mystics. Catholicism is one of the really few religions that actually accepts people with gifts, if you would believe it. I don't know. They need to do a lot of better jobs all over the place, and I don't think they're the one avenue. I can't get to where that feels true. But... Yeah, there's a lot. I don't know. It's just where I'm at right now, personally. And that's okay, too. And I find that when I pray their way, when I look up the miracles, find out what happened, watch the documentary on it, and use that prayer, whether it's, you know, some people listening to this will say, well, that's like the secret, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, do each of them and tell me if it feels the same. That's all I can say. Because I've done both. One Christmas, when my first child was very young, um, I bought everybody the book The Secret, which now is very funny to me because that is totally corrupt. It's basically just a, like, not everybody in that movement. Abraham Hicks, I still really like. Esther Hicks, I don't have any reason. She's not, like, she's very straightforward. She doesn't associate with secret stuff. She tried to do their cruise and she was quoted without her permission and their stuff, like all this stuff. So um, there's a whole long story that she tells very well. But basically she said the same thing, it's corrupt. Oprah's super corrupt. Oh, tip, pro tip, forgot about this from a long time ago. So I first looked into all this Pizzagate stuff. Oh God, five, six, seven years ago. And it was when Obama was still president and it was so scary because Hillary was supposed to win. And here we were staring down the barrel at Agenda 21. All right, come take our guns. And that sounds crazy if you don't understand. If you haven't looked the evidence dead on, I don't know anybody that's looked into it and gone like, no, there's nothing here. I've, I've had people say that's too, it's too much to be real and stop looking into it. But I've never had people get to the point where they're like researching and asking questions 
And maybe that just is them making it real too. But no, it's just not. It's just different. It's like that. How will you love? No, when you're in love, you just will. It's different. That's the real magic has been so stolen from us. I don't like the current Pope. Obama, I'm very suspicious of. You know, oddly enough, none none of the direct evidence I've seen about him, except for the, the hot dogs thing, which it, in the emails, which, you know, I have sent a lot of emails in my life. I, I can't recall any about pizza or hot dogs. And it's the only foods these motherfuckers talk about. Why? Why are they talking about lasagna? Why are they talking about chicken salad? Why aren't they talking about sandwiches? Why the fuck is it always pizza and hot dogs? And why are they so expensive? Why are they spending $64,000 on importing fucking hot dogs? And why is it only the like registered pedophile words? Or is that disinformation and they're not even fucking pedophile words? And there just happen to be a proclivity for these foods among specific Democrats. You know what got me on the celebrity thing? People are like, oh, people just accuse Tom Hanks. They realize he's not suing these people for libel. He's getting like 30,000 comments a day on his social media, just not addressing it. He's taken comments, turned them off. I wanted it to be fake when Obama was still president. I liked him. I voted for him the first time. I didn't the second time because I watched a video of a drone strike. Then I heard him talk about drone strikes. And I was like, man, no, can't, you're not right. And then I started uh, listening to the really sensitive psychic people around me that have always been really cool in my life. And they all hated him. I was like, why? And um, yeah, it slowly just kind of corroded away. And the biggest party he ever threw, biggest welcome party he ever threw at the White House was for Pope Francis, the new Pope. And the Pope he replaced was the first one to ever step down, I think, or maybe one in like three at the most. They don't step down, they die. Did you know Lazarus that Jesus raised from the dead went on to like be part of the church and they have all his shit? Yeah. And all his writings about awaiting his second death and all this shit? They have them in Greece. Go on Amazon Prime and just start watching documentaries. Just not ones that they produce, not new ones, not mainstream ones. You can find, there is this one I went to watch the other day. We were totally cracking up. The information's really good, but then I kind of start like, where? He didn't reference that. It just starts, you can start to taste the not quite professional. And it cuts to the guy talking, and he's just in a hotel room. Uh, probably on an iPhone. <laughs> they didn't plan for that. They thought they'd be able to control the internet better. They didn't, they didn't know we'd listen to Jake Applebaum after they accused him of sexual assault. Oh, Hillary. What if we all started doing Catholic prayers around Hillary? Don't you feel like that would do something? Start doing a Hail Mary full of grace. Our Lord is with thee. Chanted her. 
telling you, there's power there. Power in a lot of things. But what kind of power brings peace? That's a good mommy power. So there's other powers that do it. But good mommy power. I feel like that's what we need. <laughs>